What the fuck was that? Well, you were driving and then suddenly you just swore. No, what the fuck were you doing? Dad, I was trying to blow you. Why? Why? Because I was trying to give you what you want because I'm not a selfish person. This is a brand new coffee truck. Brand new. Do you have any idea how much a brand new coffee truck costs? $600. You are callow, you are insufferable, and you have really fucked me this time. Thank you very much. Are you mad because you couldn't get hard? Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And we are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. And today we're talking about episode 50. Vance, we're at 50. We did 50 of these. Yeah, I mean, and technically 52 if you count the bonus episodes up to this point. That's true. Yeah. Uh, man, but it's uh, season epi- season 5, episode 8. Is titled Homeward Bound, directed by Jamie Babbitt, written by Murray Miller. The original air date was April 10th, 2016, to an audience of 656 million, no, 656,000 people, 0.656 million. And I got to tell you, I talked to Vance before this. I texted him before we started recording. Uh, I'm on one about this episode. This one is the most infuriated I've been with a girls episode in quite some time and i'm 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 heated about it <laughs> i i don't know if i'm as heated about it but i do have some thoughts yeah i have many many thoughts and many of them are not very good <laughs> all right i can't wait i can't wait yeah um i feel like the only r- real uh We've got a couple separate stories. We've got a Shoshana story. There's an Adam story, and then there's a Hannah story. Uh, I guess that we could break it up and do Shoshana first. Yeah, let's go with our uh, prediction that actually came true. I know we Homeward were right. Bound, <laughs> Homeward yeah. Bound was about Shoshana coming back. Yeah, I mean, for the betters out there, they they banked on us, and we delivered we this time. De- we delivered. <laughs> we live another week. <laughs> so Shoshana is in an airport. She's just coming back from Japan and uh somebody like bumps into her and then she goes on this whole tirade about how people in America are so rude and she doesn't even know why she's back and she hates being back and she's so upset that she can't be in Japan anymore. She's freaking out. I, I I'm just still confused. We went from yeah. her crying about going back then staying mm-hmm. in Japan and then crying about being in Japan. And then she gets back into the U S she hasn't even like left the airport. And now she's like, why am I back? I have no idea what Shoshana wants. Yeah. I don't it either. Is, I don't know if she liked Japan or if she hated it. It's driving me insane. Like I'm like, pick, like I get it. If you are homesick and you want to come back, then that's fine. If you didn't want to come back, that's fine too. But like she is waffling between both stages and if they want to do that, that's fine too. But you got to like at least layer that in and be like, okay, she's really confused and in this lost state. But mm. she's like aggressive in every one of them. Yeah. Like, like she decision. was the last time we saw her, she was like bawling her eyes out and walking around Japan like, why am I here? I yeah. hate this. I'm so lonely. And then, <laughs> and then she's in the airport and she is all Japanese attired out. Like, yeah. She, like she, walked from like 
I don't even know how to describe her full one. I'll I'll describe her outfit. She's wearing a like a Japanese anime looking kind of shirt and but the text is in French. She's got a like a hyper pink skirt on. Yo, her roots are showing like crazy in her hair. She needs to do some touching up on her bleach job because it looked rough. When this episode started, as as fans of the show know, uh, you know, I'm watching it in standard definition. And it was even worse definition. It was like super pixely because it needed time to like load it. And I couldn't even tell who was talking for a while because I didn't recognize her based on the hair. Like I figured it was Shoshana, but... Her hair was like half brown, half bleach blonde, and it just looked atrocious. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to the hair, but I, I, I agree. If I, I, I trust your your opinion there. Yeah, I mean, it was it was rough looking, dude. I bleached my hair once, and uh, in order to get it to go back, you know, it, it takes number one a mm-hmm. while. I just shaved my head. Because I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't have like two-tone hair. Yeah. It just looks ridiculous. And Damn my you. thoughts were confirmed when I saw Shoshana in this airport scene. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next time we see her is like much later on in the episode. There's there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. Oh, I want to say I thought, oh, Shoshana's going to come back. She's going to interact with the girls at some point. Nope. No. Not at no. all. No one's waiting for her. Nope. She didn't tell anybody. Nobody knows that she's back, it seems she, like. She didn't text Ray. She didn't she didn't call anybody. Like Justice her cousin. <laughs> you would think she might yeah. get in touch. I don't know. So next time we see her, she's in a what looks like a Japanese restaurant. She's looking very solemn and just kind of staring down at her food. And she's the only person in this restaurant. And who walks in the door? But Scott, the soup guy with a client, it looks like or something. And he's like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? <laughs> and it, he, must, it seemed like it was the business partner or something because he at least knew Shoshana. The yeah. guy who walked in with her. Yeah. Yeah. So the business partner leaves and Scott comes up and he's like, so what are you doing here? I thought you're in Japan. When did you get back? What happened? And she's just like, I don't know. I don't know what's up with my life. Um, I'm freaking out. I'm not in Japan anymore. Uh, I'm looking how to get on welfare. <laughs> and Scott's like, what? 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 What's happening with you? I don't understand. And she's she's freaking out because she's stressed out because she doesn't have a job anymore. And she just got back from Japan. And uh, Scott basically reprimands her and is like, you know, what's f- ridiculous is you always used to make fun of all of your friends and call them losers for not having their lives figured out. And here you are trying to scam the system to get welfare. And uh, you're taking it from needy, from people that actually need it, or you're taking assistance when you don't really need it and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, wow, this is really fucked up that you're doing this to me in my time of need. And, when I met my most vulnerable and he basically just calls her a loser and then he dips out and it was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was one of those interesting things. I wonder if that needed to happen in front of the girls, you know, mm-hmm. like if they need it, if like Hannah needed to be the one being like, Hey, real life's not so, uh, so easy or whatever. 
Yeah. But her real life path has been so different. Yeah. Yeah. Like Shoshana talking about welfare is like really interesting, especially in a time we're in. We're like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, we're like uh, unemployment benefits and stuff for a thing. Like mm-hmm. talking about welfare is different than like unemployment stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. if she's working, your money goes into unemployment. She should get the unemployment money because it's already gone into a pot for you to take from. But she just got back. Like she should not that should not be her uh number one go-to also she's like it's not a lot of options out there for an nyu grad who specializes in brand management and i was like that's all the jobs there are (laughs) (laughs) every job is in brand management (laughs) like i know they said that like as an inside joke but it's like yeah that's of course you can find work like yeah she went on like a million interviews before she even went to japan like yeah she went fine. on like loads of practice interviews even yeah. where she like got the job and she was like oh no i'm not i'm not even interested in this yeah. i just wanted to practice now she actually <laughs> has real work international experience working overseas yeah like and she also i feel like her her chief concern should be like where is she going to live who is she, she going to be living with i don't feel like she comes from a family that has zero money too That's like true. her parents yeah. have some means i don't know if her parents i feel like they still live in the city you know i don't know yeah i'm not sure yeah um but uh yeah she could easily just get Ab- abigail to write her a crazy recommendation yeah it's true <laughs> like it's fun like <laughs> there's a way for her to work this out it's not the end of the world for shoshana now that she's just back um, yeah, and if she wasn't so rude to Scott, he would yeah. probably have given her a job. Yeah. And it's not like she's moving back from Iowa where it's like not a ton of people. She's mm. moving from a crowded, busy, metropolitan city to another mm. city. And one that yeah. you speak the language fluently in now. So it's okay. Yeah, Scott calls her the worst of all of her friends. Mm-hmm. And he storms out, says good luck. And she's like, don't say good luck. That's the worst thing that you could ever say to somebody. I know what you mean when you say that. And he dips and then she apologizes to the Japanese restaurant worker for bringing shame upon his establishment. In pretty fluent Japanese, which is nice. Or Japanese that's fluent enough from what I could tell. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I mean, we have no idea. No idea. It's just gibberish. (laughs) Um, But you know what's crazy? When he walked in, did you think he was walking in to meet her? It was one of the most random staged like empty restaurant he walks in and it's like shoshana you're here it's like wait was this yeah, not I, planned it, it i kind of got look- yeah i kind of got that same feeling but then he mentions like oh this was my secret spot that i told you about you knew that i would be here and yeah. it's like i wonder if it would have been funny if it was like shoshana showed up there every day waiting to just have a confrontation with him like that, this is like three days later after she got back or something. yeah that's what i was like is she like going here just to wait for him because she wasn't even sure she was gonna call him like because yeah. it doesn't seem like she has anything to say to him when he shows up either yeah um it seems like she just went there because it was a japanese restaurant and she wanted to speak japanese and have sushi I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was just because it was like something that was familiar to her and she wanted to feel like she was still in Japan, maybe. Yeah. I but, don't know. But that Are we done with Soup ra- Guy? Is Soup Guy like done with the show? I don't know. But we are done with Shoshana for this episode. Okay. Because there's nothing else going on there. But how do you you think Soup Guy's coming back, Scott? Uh, 
I'm I was I was done with Scott after he after the airport scene. So <laughs> yeah, same. I kind of I was like, oh, why is he here? Who cares? He doesn't add anything to this. Yeah, he's just a bland, nice guy. He's a piece of toast. Yeah. So now we can hop on over to Adam, I guess. Sure, let's do it. All right. So Adam uh, knocks on Laird and Caroline's door. Uh, and he's like, hey, Laird answers the door with his baby sample. Yeah, that's uh, the nickname. That's a nickname because uh, he's sample sized or she's sample sized. Yeah, I forget what the baby's name is. It's Hannah, Jessica, something, something yeah. or other. Yeah. Yeah, it's like four names. Yeah. Sackler. Four names Sackler. He's, he's, mm-hmm. he's holding the four names Sackler. And Adam's like, hey, uh, I'm looking for Caroline. I haven't, I've been trying to reach her and I can't find her. And Laird's like, oh, no, it's all good. We're all good here. And I was like, really? Well, then where's Caroline? And Laird's like, ah, she went to go out to get some, uh, I forget what they're called. Papitas. Papitas from the store about three days ago. And uh, she hasn't come back yet. And and Adam's like, what? (laughs) Papitas are the uh, hipster cigarettes. (laughs) <laughs> in, this, in this world <laughs> I've gone out for a pack of papitas yeah. never saw them again <laughs> oh my god yeah so Adam's like well aren't you worried and Laird's like no nah, I'm not worried maybe she just kind of got lost looking for him and Adam's like you should be worried she's been gone for f- three days this is you know how they say the first 48 is <laughs> the, yeah. the most crucial and Laird's just let that time f- pass yeah. So then Adam is like, well, we got to fucking find her. And then Laird's kind of like, I mean, OK, let's look it. And then they look through her computer and be like, well, let's see her recent search history. And it's all a bunch of like Wesley Snipes' Wikipedia page and how <laughs> to pronounce Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam's like, well, do you have a place where you like leave each other notes or something like any place where you guys communicate? And Laird's like, oh, you mean like the fridge? And I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Adam's frustration with Laird. Like, even during the birthing episode, when, when she's giving her, like, his frustration with Laird is amazing. Like, it's so he good. can't stand <laughs> So Adam's looking for some type of clue as to where Caroline might be. And he uh, moves the fridge to find a note underneath the fridge. And he gives Laird the note. And the note basically is saying that uh, Caroline wrote Laird a note. That's like, hey, I'm sorry to have to do this to you, but ever since Sample was born, I've had urges to want to hurt the baby and hurt myself. And so I think it's best if I just leave. And then Laird just kind of left there to sit with that for a little bit. And he's like, hey, you mind if I go out? Can you watch the baby really quick? I, d- I just need to go out. And Adam's like, yeah, sure. So then he leaves. And I mean, that was a real fucking heavy, dark scene there. Yeah, I mean, she's dealing with uh, postpartum depression, you know? Like, that's really what Caroline's going through. And that's a real thing that, uh, and, and this time period is really well known. Like, mm-hmm. back in the day, like, when that happened to women, it was really just like a confusing thing. And uh, it wasn't diagnosed like how depression is diagnosed now, but. Yeah, postpartum, it's real, and she has it, and she, like, it's interesting because it wasn't just Carolyn just leaving because she's just floaty and flaky. Like, yeah. she's actually going through a real thing, which they do need to, like, 
find her and like get her help and like yeah come, i mean you they, can come they you have come to back follow up on this yeah, you can come back from this you know she can come back from this um but yeah. she already she, and like the postpartum is different than her other mental elements which she already had which we knew about beforehand because she wasn't quite stable <laughs> before mm-hmm. having a kid um but yeah no this is like a real thing and it's interesting i mean they go hard with it where Laird just like drops everything and just says and just walks away like you don't know where he's going if he's going after or if he's just going a walk if he's coming back like it's yeah yeah he might be going out for a pack of cigarettes for a pack of pepitas <laughs> yeah so yeah it was heavy dude i was like oh yeah. shit this yeah. is this is wild and then you know he leaves the baby with adam and i'm just kind of like fuck like where's my sister you know mm-hmm etc like that's a lot to deal with in a small amount of time you know yeah and uh i I know that the last line of the letting was letter was something like i hope that you are as loving to sample as i was abusive to you or something like that and i was like god damn (laughs) yeah yeah it seemed yeah i mean it seems like she was just walking it was they had a weird relationship that we didn't see a lot of but it definitely had the where she was probably yelling at Laird all the time. He's just letting it slide. And then there's yeah. those little moments. And like a, most abusive relationships, right? It's like those, the beat down and then the like loving moment that keeps you just tethered yeah. just enough. Yeah. You know? The one moment that keeps you like, okay, yeah. this is what, this is who I am with. Yeah. It's like, oh, let me forget about the 90% of the horribleness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if, if anything, that's kind of a thread throughout this episode of relationships and, the yeah. abuses within them but yeah yeah i feel bad for laird man that's 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 rough mm-hmm. but uh yeah so then laird leaves adam's left to take care of the baby and he seems to be having a pretty good time with the baby for a little while you know he's singing to it and you know bouncing it and having a good time and then jessa shows up i guess because adam called her to come help him and she brings milk and she's like, hey, I couldn't find formula. So I just brought milk. And Adam's like, uh, we don't need milk. I need formula. And then Jess is like, I mean, the baby won't know the difference. Just give it to it. And I'm like, the baby will fucking know the difference because it cannot digest milk. <laughs> it's it, she just has a half gallon of whole milk that she drinks. <laughs> it is. And you're just like, damn, Jessa. <laughs> And it would be funny if it was, I thought it would have that moment where she's like, I was joking. Here's the formula in the bag, you know, like yeah. that moment, but like, it's not. And then she just plops herself well, down. She does go. I was joking. I'll go back out and find the formula. Yeah. <laughs> she but was very like, obviously not joking. No, it was like, why did you even come in? Like, that was the whole point of you coming over was with the formula. Like, well, I think that yeah. she just thought that babies could drink regular oh, no. milk. No, I know. Like, she yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And, and Adam realizes that she's not joking either. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, can I just have a second? I need to sit down. It's mad hot out. And she's like fanning herself. And Adam's like, hey, can you hold the baby real quick? I have had to pee for an hour and I don't want to expose my dick to the baby because it'll probably think it's a monster. <laughs> it's like you you could you could lie the baby down for a minute but whatever yeah it's it's fine but how long how long does it have to take you to pee buddy yeah. like it's gonna it's gonna be a couple seconds yeah. you know and the baby will but, have no idea what's going on but i, I like adam's like adam's being as responsible as he can be 
mm-hmm. in a situation. Yeah, but uh, that doesn't extend to giving Jessa a baby. <laughs> <laughs> never p- give Jessa a baby, which she's like, hey, I've never held a baby before. And she's holding it like, yeah. like it disgusts her. Like she's well, like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Well, the first time we see Adam come over and he has to hold the baby, he seems uncomfortable about it, too. Remember? Yeah. Laird gives yeah. it to him. He's like, I don't know what to do. And then Laird's like, hey, when you think about having one of these yourself? You know, mm-hmm. like that was the last time we saw Laird and Adam. Yeah. So Adam goes to pee. And then uh, I think uh, what happens next is Hannah gives Jessa a call because Hannah's left in her own little predicament. And uh, which we'll get to in a bit. And Hannah calls Jessa and she's like, hey, why are you whispering? Because Jessa's like, hello, who is this? Mm-hmm. And Hannah's like, why are you whispering? And she's like, because I'm with uh, Caroline's baby. She's like, are you with Adam? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, are you with Adam because you two are fucking? And then Jessa's like, yeah. And then Hannah hangs up on her. And then Jessa's like, well, that was Hannah. Uh, isn't Hannah just the worst? I can't believe, like, she makes everything about her. She's being so selfish. And then Adam cuts her off and he's like, my sister is missing right now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this drama involving Hannah. Like, my sister is suicidal and missing. I have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, and then Jessica just Jessica gets off the phone and she's saying like she knows she fully knows we're not bad people. She's trying to Jessica's trying to rationalize like we didn't do anything wrong. We're not yeah. bad people. Like people meet and hook up. Like she's just kind of like trying to make herself not a bad person throughout this whole ordeal. Yeah. Right. And then that's when Adam says the thing about hey I got I got real issues I'm dealing with. I really don't give a shit. And then I don't give a fuck about Hannah being mad at us. Yeah. And then the scene ends with Jessa being like, I know she's the worst. She makes everything about herself. Like about and that's how that one ends. And it's like, Jessa, you're making it about your like time and place, Jessa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like and they like what are they I can't believe they're still like worried about that. I don't I can't either. I mean who cares? Like Adam like you don't hang out with her anymore. Adam doesn't hang out with her. I mean, she does live upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Like, she lives in the building that you guys are in right now. Um, but whatever. Do you think that Jessa and Adam are doing something wrong, though? Oh, I mean, if you end up sleeping with your best friend's ex-boyfriend there's, and decide to, like, keep it a secret because you know something. Like, that's when you know you're doing something wrong, when you don't want someone <laughs> else to find out. If if the fear of someone else finding out is like keeping you from telling someone something, then yeah, you yourself are saying that you've done something wrong. In the grand scheme of things, it's not the worst thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I think not, it's a very nuanced yeah. thing where it's like they technically aren't doing anything wrong, but there is a feeling of like, I think we might be doing this because I know if this information got to Hannah. It would hurt her, but it shouldn't because she didn't want to be with Adam anymore. But it's just like one of those weird gray areas where it's it's tough. There are dudes that like have been broken up with girls for a while. And like if they hooked up with someone else, not even like a friend, they would still be feeling some way about it. Like so it's not like just that. But like it's Adam. Like they've known him. They've known that he's like Hannah's one. Like that's the one that's like off limits to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Like Ray, Ray can get passed around. <laughs> yeah. Ray can get passed around. <laughs> but Adam is the, the, the trophy of like, don't mess with it. And then it's just the way she has to find out and the way it's like, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so then the next scene, uh, Jessa's is holding the baby and you know, she's rocking it. And then the baby pukes on Jessa and she freaks out and she's like, Oh my God, Adam, it puked on me. Oh my God. Take the baby. It stinks. This puke is running down my back. Can you help me? I need to change my shirt. Can you help me? It's running down my back. It's going into my butt. And then she's in the bathroom and she comes out of the bathroom. She's like, Adam, why aren't you helping me? And then Adam says, I think this is my favorite line of the episode here. Same. He says, you're an adult. She's a baby. Why do you need more help than a baby? <laughs> and it's not just the the words itself, the delivery of it yeah. too. The way he's just like, it's like he's seeing her for the first time and being like, yes, who are you? It felt very much like that was a... It felt like Jessa was Hannah in that moment. Mm. Yeah, because I was when that happened, I was like, okay, so this could be one of those things that makes it where you start to see the cracks in uh, Adam and Jessa's relationship. Mm. And then I was like, okay, so if we've seen the cracks in Adam and Jessa's relationship, if this is what cracks it, I don't see him being able to go back to Hannah because she's just as bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, who is he going to end up with then? Because he. I mean, he can't end up with anybody but Marnie at that point. <laughs> Dude, I didn't see I'm that just, one coming. I did not that see that one time. coming. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. She's the that only, was a good one, dude. She's the only one that <laughs> can take care one. of herself. <laughs> oh, um, but no, like, I mean, when he says that to Jesse, it's just, it has so much behind it. That line yeah. delivery, that performance, that read, and like coming in, like, because I think Adam thinks of himself as becoming an adult throughout this. And like, oh, if I was to have a kid, like, is this the person I could have a kid with? Let's bring yeah. in whole milk and freaking out about being vomited on by a baby. Mm -hmm. You can't help herself. Um, which I would say, hey, you should know her at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like she yeah. hasn't been in this type of situation, which is obviously a situation that Adam wants to be in. He like he it seems like he wants to have kids and he had he's like a romantic kind of guy mm -hmm. and this is his first time seeing Jessa thrown into this world and she's not holding up and Adam's like, "Oh, okay. I can't I don't think I can be with this person because she's a dumbass." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then that's kind of wraps up Adam and Jessa's story for this episode. Yeah, I'm intrigued to see where that goes, man. I, I, they have to follow up on what happened with Caroline. They have to. If they don't, oh, yeah, no, they they will. I they mean, absolutely have to. We only have two more episodes, right? Yeah, and the season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh, and we have to. I mean, at least with Laird, where did Laird go? You know. Yeah, there's a lot dangling with two with an hour of TV left. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? And now we get to the main event of the episode. Hannah, Fran, and then miscellaneous other characters that show up. 
Yeah, and uh, Marnie and Desi will get looped. Yeah, into Marnie. This. Yeah, they'll be folded we'll just, into the story yeah, as we'll well. Yeah, fold them in. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? Can you? I, I can you take the lead on this one? Can I take the I, lead, dude? I'll start the opening scene at least. Yeah, this yeah. Is... I'm gonna get furious, and while you're talking, I'm gonna like start rant going. Okay. So you need to get you need to get it in right now because I'm gonna fucking freak out later on. I yeah, I'm interested to see what parts freak you out because there's a lot. <laughs> okay, so after we come from the opening scene with Shoshana, we end up with Fran and hannah in an rv taking off on a road trip because they're teachers so they have the summer off and they're Mm -hmm. just going on a road trip they're packed up fran is driving and he looks really happy and he tells uh he tells hannah he's so happy that it's just going to be just us no no elijah no annoying friends of hers no needy friends of hers just the two of us for three months on the road like, dude, as soon as he said that, I was like, Hannah's gonna fucking have a seizure right now. <laughs> when he when when that was happening, I was like, what made him think that this was a good idea based <laughs> yes, off dude, based yes. off of based off of what we've seen the last few episodes? What in the world made him think, oh, I should go on a three month road trip with Hannah? Yeah. No, that should never be an idea with hannah for anyone no oh she doesn't like being outside and roughing it or camping great she causes trouble wherever she goes great like why are you why why do you think this is a great idea like it didn't even make any logical sense like like if he's going on this he should be reluctant like are we sure we want to do the trip? She's like, yes, I've always wanted to go cross country driving. He's like, yeah. all right, I've rented a van. You sure you want to do this? I'm sure. And then they get in. And then that would have been, that would have been the, the greatest. I can't. That would have been so much better. It would he's like, ha- he's so happy go lucky during this. He's like, it's just going to be us. It's going to be great. Like, like, what is he, what world is he living in? We, I used to really like Fran, but now he's just a fucking idiot dude he just became so dumb like he's like so lack of awareness of the person he's in a relationship with yeah i mean as soon as he just kept hammering home it's gonna be just us just the two of us i was like fran is this really what you want <laughs> yeah yeah like who, who who picked this yeah like if anything you take a week or two by yourself fran and you and your brother go like traveling and camping. Yeah, she wouldn't have stopped you. She would have been like, "Oh no, I want to go with you." She would have been like, "Go." Well, also, like, where is this three month road trip going? Where is he? Where are they going? I don't know. I have a bathroom on the and Hannah's like, "Oh, this is cool. It's got a toilet on the van. It's pretty yeah. cool." Even though they <laughs> stop to go to a bathroom. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. So that is the next scene is they yeah. stop and go to the bathroom on like one of those rest stops on the side mm-hmm. of the highway. Yeah. And Hannah gets out. She's wearing like these pajamas and cowboy boots. What? What? <laughs> what's happening, Vance? Vance, what's happening? <laughs> well, it gets even more absurd. Well, I love she gets out and then she texts him from See, the bathroom. When she, te- when she gets out and goes into the bathroom, pulls out her phone, starts texting. 
I thought it was going to be like the classic, oh, I meant to send that to Marnie situation. A hundred percent. I thought that was going to be what it was too. But instead, she directly texts Fran, I don't want to go anymore. Leave without me. In all caps. And Fran gets the message and he's like, what? And he calls her and she's like, Fran, I don't want to go. Just leave me. Leave me here at the rest stop. Of course, of course, Fran is one of those people that gets a text and then wants to call you right away. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm texting you because I want a a text conversation. I'm not texting the phone call. This is what I thought was going to happen. So Fran just kept saying, you know, it's just going to be the two of us. I thought that when Hannah got out and she went into the bathroom, I thought that Fran was going to leave her there. Like without like without the text, but I thought it was just like Fran was going to drive away and just ditch her. Mm. Yeah, I thought you, that would Did been... you think that was going to happen when you thought it was still a, an accidental text? Mm, or at, even when he read yeah, that maybe. text? Or when he read maybe. that text. Yeah. When I thought it was an accidental text, yeah. I thought like he when he picked up his phone, I was like, oh, he's just going to drive off without her. Yeah. But it was a text to Fran mm-hmm. saying, I don't want to go anymore. And he calls her and he's like, what the fuck is this all about? Hannah, talk to me. And she's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. She's having what? a fucking tantrum. So, so like, I, I kind of love that because that fits her character. She doesn't want to come. She is not a confrontation person. So, of course, she wants to break up with them with text. Of course, yeah. she does it in the most absurd way possible from a rest stop bathroom. What happens next is <laughs> so sitcommy comic hilarious it's it's hilarious in its absurdity like yes. he starts trying to get into the bathroom she won't let him in and then he then she leaves the bathroom door he runs through chases her through they're going through it's almost like those beach outdoor bathrooms where like the women and men stalls you can like run through and yeah like they're chasing around and it's just her in those boots and she's running all she's running like she's never run before in her life like, like her <laughs> legs don't work and he's yeah. chasing after her being like i'm not a monster why are you running from me like yeah and, and she's like, like well you might be a monster that's according I'm, to you and i'm like at what point of this chasing do you realize as fran what the fuck am i doing yes. why am i doing this <laughs> yes just from the optics of if other people see you and she's screaming no yeah. and running towards the woods. Like, <laughs> like why? Like, like, Fran, the signs have been there. This is the woman who exposed herself to the principal of the school you teach at. Yes. This, like, <laughs> she deleted all of your nudes off your phone. Dude. This was so absurd. And then she runs into the woods and she's like, leave me. I don't want to go with you. I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. She runs. She trips over a log. Fran is like, are you fucking? And he stops and he's like, are you serious? Is this how this is ending? This is how we break up. And she's behind a tree and she's like, yes, leave me here. I'll I'll find a way. And he's like, well, at least... Let me drive you back to the city. Like, let me do that at least. And she's like, no, don't. Don't even, don't come near me. And he's like, 
he says something about how like you are so insanely rude and selfish you're so rude that my brother wrote a handwritten letter about how fucking rude you are and i should have listened to him and then he just starts screaming fuck like four or five times and goes back into his rv and drives off the thing the thing that gets me is she tried to break up with him at the art show or that uh play and he was yeah. like, "Oh, that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna do this to try to get your way." And I'm like, "No, she wants to break up with you." The last thing yeah. we saw, she wanted to break up with you. She cried because of Adam and Hannah realization that he didn't mm-hmm. recognize, and grabbed his hand. And it was like, "Okay," but they're not okay because it wasn't okay. It was done. Yeah, the thing has no. been dying. This relationship has been dying. And even at this point, he's still like, "Oh, this is how it's gonna break up." out here i'm like what like i can't believe i'm like what is this what is fran holding on to like why can't he let this relationship go what is good in this relationship like he is holding on so hard to not break out with them her and i just don't get it he's fighting so hard for a woman running away from him in pajamas and cowboy boots she won't get in the van that has all of her stuff in it supposedly yeah i didn't think about that all of her stuff like all Three of months her things. worth of stuff at least she's packed up to go like that is that is not just like her la- i mean i'm sure her la- i'm sure everything is in there it's not oh like you just God. took a backpack full of clothes and you're like all right we're going for the weekend this is like a three-month road trip yeah dude i didn't even think about that i'm like you need to drive back and unpack all this stuff. Like, I mean, it, holy shit. And there's so many moments where you get to say, no, I don't want to do this before you get on the road. <laughs> she also, as soon as Fran like walks away to like drive off without her, she has a look on her face. that's kind of like, oh, I wish that he wouldn't go. Like, I, I, what am I going to do now? Like, what? I hope I wish that he wasn't leaving. And it's like, go, go fuck yourself, dude. It's that you remember that Key and Peel sketch where it's like a guy chasing his girlfriend out of the bar like they're having a fight and she's like, Leave me alone, Derek, leave me uh, alone. Oh, the, the uh, Ma- Megan. Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan. Yeah. Megan. Yeah. And then as soon as the guy is like, All right, fine, I'm leaving, she turns to look back like, You better not fucking leave. And then as soon as he starts chasing her again, she's like, Leave me alone. Yeah. It had a little bit of that vibes going on to it. hundred percent. I was like, dude, this is so fucking annoying. And that's not even this. That's just the beginning of the annoyances, dude. That's the opening of this. The whole a story of like, that's it. Like Fran is bounced out. He said, fuck you. Fuck you. Drives away. It's wild. Like this is the least annoying that Hannah is in this episode. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I find her annoying in this part, but it's the least egregious act <laughs> of what's happening. I don't know. Let's, if, let's just go to it, I guess. Yeah, so then the she, she's like, after Fran leaves, she calls Marnie. And when she's on the phone with Marnie, because she wants Marnie to come pick her up, uh, Marnie's... Marnie answers and she's like hey what's up I'm recording right now what's up and then Hannah's basically like yeah so Fran just left me on the side of the road and I need you to come pick me up it's like Fran did not just leave you on the side of the road Mm -hmm. you fucking asshole 
you ran away from Fran, begged him to leave you there. He even offered you a ride back to the city after you're being such a shitty piece of garbage. <laughs> and and not only that, the way she hangs up on Marnie is like, oh, great, uh, finished. Because Marnie can't come pick her up. She's got like, they're in a studio. They have like backup musicians. Yeah, a whole band is there. Like they have a whole thing. Like there's no way she can just duck away and go to upstate New York or whatever. Um, yeah. And, or like just two hours out of the city or wherever they are. And then Hannah hangs up like, great, enjoy making your wonderful album, album or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why are you being a bitch to Marnie? Because she can't drop everything and pick you up. Dude. Like, infuriating. That, that okay, yeah. <laughs> like, immediately, I'm like, it's not the most annoying thing. And you bring up a point that's her being annoying. Yeah, Marnie like, goes, why don't you get an Uber? And then Hannah's like, you know that I can't get an Uber because my star rating was so low that I can't get rides anymore. <laughs> I was like, of course. Gee, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You can make a new Uber account, get Lyft or some shit. She can't. She can't do anything on her, on her own. Dude, it's so infuriating. And it's then. It's so infuriating. And then her next call. It's Jessa. Yeah. What did you possibly think would happen? Yeah. If Jessa picked up the phone. Because we see Jessa get the call, look at it, not answer it. Yeah. Yeah. What was going to happen? Jessa was going to drop everything, rent a car, come pick you up? What? Well, that was the other thing. Marnie doesn't even have a car. Hannah None was like, get a, get a zip car and come get me. Yeah. Like, No. Jessica's not doing that. Like, she was going to have to play the, hey, I got you from rehab card, which... Yeah, that's true. Or like, hey, you're fucking my ex-boyfriend card. Yeah, so we should be trapped in a car for a couple hours together. Yeah, let's like, hash this out. out over a zip car. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that Jessa even has a driver's license. I doubt she knows how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, not even, like, that's not even, like, an insult. Like, there are people yeah. in New York that just never learn how to drive. Like, I would not... Assume yeah, it. I dated a girl that didn't know how to drive. Yeah, I just would assume Jessa doesn't even know how to drive. Yeah. So what is that call? I have no idea. But Jessa's voicemail is pretty funny. Where it's like, hey, you've reached Jessa. If this is an emergency, dial 911. I'm tired of... And don't leave a message because I'm tired of listening to messages. Yeah, she's like, I don't <laughs> check my messages. <laughs> yeah. So then Hannah's just like, they're left in the woods. And... Uh, she oh before she calls jessa marnie says why don't you call ray i think he has a truck now and then hannah goes the last thing that i want is to be in a car with ray getting a lecture which you know that that'll happen but yeah of course that'll happen yeah <laughs> maybe you need that lecture you know <laughs> it's true ray is going to give you a lecture so yeah so after she calls jessa uh and that was unsuccessful the next time we see Anything related to Hannah is Ray has a coffee truck now and he's driving to go pick up Hannah. So I guess that Hannah gave in. She decided she needed to call Ray to come get her. And this is where shit just really goes downhill. Why did Ray come to get her? Like, I know he's like, oh, I can't. I know that you hate being outside and I couldn't just leave you stuck on the road. Like his virtue, his virtue is like just too much right there. 
Well, I think a, a, like a season ago or something, he said that he thinks of her as a sister and he would be upset if anything happened to her, blah, blah, blah. That was the speech he gave to Fran uh, at the wedding. Yeah. Which was the beginning of the season, I believe. That was the first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he views her as a little sister. Okay. I mean, it's it's a lot, though. I mean, it's a lot to ask someone. That is a lot. Yeah, I mean, an hour and a half. I mean, especially in New York. Yeah. Driving in New York is rough, dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, once he gets out of the city, it's fine. But like, Yeah, but then there's... Dude, but then there's tolls. Yeah. I remember driving... When I would drive from New York back home to Baltimore... It would cost forty dollars in tolls both ways, but that's or not forty dollars one way. But he's going like upstate, like that's going across state lines. I guess so, but you still have to pay yeah. like fifteen dollars just to get out of the city. Yeah, yeah. So Ray comes to pick her up, he picks her up, and Hannah like is literally laying on the side of the road, like laying on the side of. I can't describe it any any better than that. She's just. Well, it's no different than when uh, Adam and Shoshana went for a hike in that one episode. Yeah. And she just plopped down on the ground and started looking mm-hmm. at her phone. Like, she, <laughs> she's not a road trip camper outdoor person. And that's... Here's the thing. We, we, we got, forgot to mention, Ray's driving in his new coffee truck. Yeah. Like, he now has a mobile, like a mud mud truck, mud coffee if you're mm-hmm. from New York, like those coffee trucks. Um, so he can like take his coffee on the road, park it somewhere. Uh, if there's a if there's a street fair festival or something, he can like can't park it yeah, there. He can go to bank. Smorgasburg. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, so he's driving up in this, like yeah. putting real miles. And, and he those, mentions that. He, those he tr- makes sure to mention that. Yeah, those trucks are like city trucks. Those aren't like... <laughs> Yeah, you don't want that on the highway. Road. I feel like it would. That probably gets like three miles to the gallon. <laughs> yeah, I mean that thing is meant to just go and park somewhere and be parked for most of the time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, yeah, so he pulls up. Hannah gets up off of the side of the road, comes in the truck like a little child. She's mm-hmm. like, "Thanks for coming and get me, Ray." And he's like, "Yeah, I couldn't leave you here, you know, to rot like a piece of fruit." And then she's sitting there and she's like, Ray, do you think I made the right decision breaking up with Fran? And Ray is like, I mean, if you had the compulsion to run into the woods, uh, abandon yourself an hour and a half outside of the city just to get away from him, uh, I think you made the right decision. (laughs) Yeah. And then he follows that up with, you just got to trust your instincts and go with your gut. Yeah. And this leads to... One of the worst things. Yeah. This is one of the worst things I've seen happen in this show. Hannah is like, okay, good advice, Ray. Crawls over to him on her hands and knees, starts unbuckling his belt and stuff. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I'm giving you what you want. And he's like, I don't want this. And she starts to give him roadhead. And he's like, I don't think this is the best idea. This isn't good. This isn't the best idea for our friendship. And she's like, just shut up and let me suck your dick, Ray. And then so he's getting blown. And she's like, just relax and let me let me like repay you for coming to get me. 
Yeah. And she's like, just tell me what you like and what you want and I'll do it. And then Ray's like, is this okay? And he puts his hand on the back of her head and she's like, no, it's not okay. It's very triggering to me, actually. And so Ray's like, okay, well then let's like mix up your technique a little bit. And then he closes his eyes and then runs off the side of the road, hits a, a sign, and then his truck completely flips over. Yeah. Um <clears throat> This is a this is a tricky one here. I don't even know where to begin with this. This is just what what are, what are we supposed to take from this right here? I have no fucking idea, dude. I have no idea, and it's it's awful. <laughs> like like it's. I, like, Hannah doesn't take no for an answer. Ray's like, don't do this. Don't do this. She's like, shut up. And I and I just want Ray, like, it's hard to turn down a blowjob, right? <laughs> but it, but Ray has to at this point. Yeah. Like, Especially if you can't get a blowjob without closing your eyes. Yeah. And not only that, like, it's Hannah. Like, he has zero, like, attraction yeah. level. Like, he's friends with... Like he slept with two of her friends already. He stole well, a story all- from Marnie. He is really good friends with Adam. Like, yeah, all of this is just like. At one point, he just like I could see it starting, and he's just like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, and then he just like gives into it. Like this Dude, is happening. I'm going push, for it. push her head away. Yeah, push her away. Like no, like no, like there have been guys who have been hit on by girls that like them and they don't like them, and like you say no like yeah you know what i mean like i feel like that would have just been better if ray was like no and she kept trying to do it and then he swerved mm-hmm. because she's because she's trying to do that i'm not selfish i give people like that's the thing she's trying yeah. to prove that she's not selfish in the most backwards awkward way possible like this is <laughs> yeah, not dude. what you need to do to prove you're not selfish yeah like, especially uh, to ray like, you know like to Give him some gas money when you get back. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know, but don't. And she just broke up with Fran. Like, this is what we have to think. She (laughs) literally just broke up with Fran. Yeah, like, like an at at most at at least two to three an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Plus, dude, Roadhead isn't even that good. It's not. You can't. You can't. It's not good. But he also, but even though, like, why, like, Ray doesn't want this from her right now. Like, he says, he, like, like you just mentioned, he views her as a little sister. Exactly. That is not little sister behavior. No, you don't want your little sister to blow you unless you're in a weird twisted porn. <laughs> and the way that he starts to, like, close his eyes and go back, especially what we find out later. Like, that he never even fully got hard. And yeah. he's talking about, like, oh, change up your technique. And can I do this? I'm like, it hasn't started yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Dude, it was and, and one he, of the worst scenes in this entire show. What, did he, like, did he lose himself so much in that that he had to close his eyes and swerve? Like, pull over on the side of the road, bro. If you can't handle getting some roadhead, pull yeah. over. Like, wow. I, it, 
yeah i don't know i just don't even understand like i get it if you wanted them to be trapped but what a weird way for this to end up yeah and this episode does a thing that the last episode did right the last episode was the one with the the where they find out about jessa and yeah okay mm-hmm. so in that one we had the exposing herself to the principal right mm-hmm. but then we're supposed to feel bad about the jessa hannah uh jessa and uh hannah and adam thing right yeah. This one, she tries to blow Ray. Yeah. And then later, she's all upset to find out, like, oh, Jessa really is hooking up with. Um, and then what what happens even later after this? I'm like, am I supposed to feel bad for Hannah? I have how? no idea how you could. Because so Ray's truck, like they're in a ditch and it just topples over on the wood side. Yeah. And then... Ray and Hannah get out and Hannah's like, what the, the first thing that Hannah says is like, what the fuck, Ray? (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, are you okay? Are we okay? And uh, luckily everybody's okay. Mm -hmm. Then they get out and Hannah's like, wow, this is kind of fucking crazy. And Ray is freaking the fuck out because he's like, what the fuck were you doing? What was that? Yeah. And then Hannah's just nonchalantly just kind of like, what? I was giving you some roadhead for coming to pick me up. You're the one that swerved into the side of the road and crashed your car. Uh, <laughs> if this doesn't stop Ray from being friends with her, I don't know what will. Well, especially because we he's like, do you know how much I just got this truck? Do you know how much a truck like this costs? And Hannah goes, I don't know, like $600. What fucking world do you live in where, dude, you can't even get, you can't get a shitty like 1984 Toyota Corolla for $600, no. let alone a working coffee truck. Yeah. And he's like, it cost $50,000. That's how much this costs. And Hannah's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have fucking crashed it on the side of the road. I was like, I, I wrote down, let me, let me find what I actually wrote. I wrote, I would punch Hannah if I were Ray. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is absurd. He came out of his way, picked her up, and then she causes the crash. Uh, Granted, he should, like, push her away. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if he tried to push her away and she kept going at it and it was, like, a swerving thing and then it happened. And she was Mm -hmm. like, and, like, you could have that happen without it going to full blowjob level and still get the same payoff at the end. Yeah. Instead, we get a scene where he's like, she complains, like, are you really upset that you couldn't get hard? And he's like, yeah. So you're not upset about this truck. You're upset that you couldn't get hard. And he's like, I can get hard. It's just that this shouldn't have been happening. She's like, like, yeah, whatever. You can't get hard. And it becomes like a dick shaming thing. Yeah. And he's like, you want to call Marnie? You want to call Shoshana? Like, you want to call this other random girl? And I was like, and she's like, no, fine. I was like, wait, what? Like, this has never been it. Like, why? I wish this was a video podcast. I wish this was a video podcast so that the people could just see how how hard we're, like, shaking our heads. Like, what the hell is happening? This was so awful. The lack of any accountability on Hannah's part. Like, I will say they're both at fault in this. Oh, absolutely. Ray, why are you closing your eyes? What... 
the fuck is wrong with like even if you don't get hardened like you need to concentrate let her suck your dick for the whole hour and a half ride home keep your <laughs> eyes on the fucking road dude dude don't those van- don't those vans have like those trucks have like the open door side thing where you can yes. see through <laughs> like dude that's how hannah got in it doesn't have a door on the side yeah what if they crashed the other way like <sighs> Dude, it was so fucking Why didn't terrible. they go one step further? When they crashed, he just bit his dick off. Like, just go the whole way. You know what I mean? Just go the whole way. Yeah, dude, they crashed. They're on the side of the road. Ray's dick is probably still out. Yeah. You know? That would have been hilarious if you bit his dick off. I didn't <laughs> I, even think about that. That was, that was the fear factor in my eyes when he hit the thing. Dude, it was... So and then she her blaming him and then him just being like it cost fifty thousand dollars and her being like whatever. Yeah. Not not a not a sorry in sight. Mm -mm. No apology for this blowjob that he didn't even want that he told her he didn't want. And then she's like, shut up. I'm sucking your dick. Yeah. (laughs) And we're supposed to like identify like this is the main character of the show is hannah and be like we're championing her how can you possibly champion this person i i just don't get like what like it it, it doesn't have a payoff of like the only person that got hurt from this is ray absolutely absolutely fran, fran got hurt by abandoning being abandoned like yes. now he's got like a three-month plan that's ruined even though that's a lot on fran and whatever they did to his character because he should not be wanting to go on this trip but anyway she leaves so she's just gonna go back to new york and fine yeah race out on the side of the road with a 50 grand truck that's flipped over that's gonna need to be if it even works anymore yeah another probably 10 grand to get it fixed and now he can't sell coffee out of it so he's has no income yeah dude he's uh, fucked yeah and so he calls uh and i was impressed by this he's speaking russian to a guy mm. named dimitri who's gonna take like four to five hours for him to get there and fix ray's car up so that they can back, get back to the city it seems like i mean they're, they're gonna like, have to get a winch to like get that thing out of the ditch i mean it's a truck on its side like it's I not know. like a dude with a with a pickup that's gonna i know dude it's not like you fucking it's not easy. You know, you can't just tow him back. Like there's yeah. a lot of shit that needs to happen for this truck to be even right side up. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, it's going to take him like four or five hours to get here. And Hannah's like, four to five hours. What are we going to do for four to five hours? We can't just stay here. And Ray is like, what? <laughs> Now's the time where she offers the blowjob. Exactly, exactly, dude. Now he really needs that blowjob. He can concentrate on getting hard. (laughs) You can really focus on your technique. There's no like... I think there was a tree in the background they can go behind or something. Yeah. Go behind the truck that's flipped over. (laughs) Yeah. God damn, dude. You can fuck like eight times in that four to five hours if you want to. Jesus. just turn this relationship into something creepy. Oh my God, she comes back and her and Ray are in a relationship. Oh no! Oh God! 
Because <laughs> um, where instead, was that going to go? Like, where was that going to go if that actually, like, he didn't crash that car? I have no idea. Like, they were just going to get back to the city and just have that? Yeah. They talk yeah. about their fucking idle chat about his coffee truck. So uh, I, I think we should jump to Marnie right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then, uh, so with Marnie, after she gets the call from Hannah, they're they're in the recording studio recording their song. Uh, it sounds really. Uh, I mean, it sounds all right. It's kind of do basic. You, do you remember the lyrics? Because I was like halfway through, like zoning out during the song to like realize the lyrics are insane. Yeah, it's something about being in a bar in Oaxaca, and. I think a guy with a gun shows up or something like that. It was something weird. And I just caught the tail end of it when I was writing down a note, probably in shock from what we just witnessed. (laughs) Well, it sounded like, like a country song, like a, like an old timey country, like a Johnny Cash song. There was, oh, there was something, (laughs) there was a line, even when she first called, when she was like, oh, Desi's not speaking to me unless we're like singing. And then they, had does he sing one of the lines and i don't remember exactly what it was but it was so it was like something magpie something about boysenberries in his bush yeah yeah something really weird yeah something bush yeah yeah so they they stop playing the song all of a sudden because a woman comes into the studio and desi's like hey let's take five everybody we gotta take five and Marnie's like, I don't want to take five. We're like literally in the middle of playing this song. And Desi goes over to this new woman and he gives her a big old smooch. And you see Marnie looking like, um, who's this bitch? And Desi's like, everybody, this is Tandis. Uh, she is going to be our set decor person. She's going to take <laughs> no, care of our set decor or something. She's going to be our, I wrote this down. She is our sage decor for the tour. Oh, okay, okay. So, so they're like see I think she said sage, but maybe they said set. But I think it was like sage. Oh, like stage stage decor. Stage, stage decor. Okay, I thought yeah, she I said wrote, sage. I wrote down stage. Yeah, I thought she was saying sage, sage like stuff they burn to like. <laughs> I mean, that would have spirits. Fit. Yeah, that and, that wouldn't be too far off base from what she looks like. Be, and Tandis Moncrief is played by Lisa Bonet. Who okay, okay, I believe is married to. I mean, she was in. Cosby show and different uh a different world and I think she's married to uh Aquaman. What's the guy's name from uh, Jason Game Momoa? I think she's married to Jason Momoa. I think it's Lisa Bonet he's married to, or is it I get Lisa Bonet mixed up with uh Zoe Kravitz or what what's mm. her name? Like I get those two mixed up sometimes. Mm. But I think Racist. no Lisa Lisa Bonet no Lisa Bonet was also <laughs> in a uh Will Smith Gene Hackman movie. Um, where they're oh, I, I forget no the name idea. of it. I forget the name of it, but uh, yeah, she's it's Lisa Monet. So yeah, yeah. I yeah, think I she's, only... it's she. I think she's in uh Oh man, yeah. I'm now I'm getting super confused. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, don't worry about it. She's Tandis Moncrief in this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lisa Monet's uh, big though. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I I know her from Cosby Show, but. Not too much else, um, but everybody, all the band members are like, we, we, we're going to take a five. Can we get Tandis asked for a solo second with Marnie? Mm-hmm. And so everybody kind of leaves except for 
Tandis, Marnie, and Desi, who is like off in the corner eating a sandwich, it looks like. And she comes up to Marnie and she's like, hey, I'm going to be the new stage decor person. And Marnie's like, yeah, but like, who the fuck are you? And how do you know Desi, my soon-to-be ex-husband, which I cannot wait for? It's like, then why are you making a big deal out of this? Exactly. Everything that's being said in this scene should not... I mean, I get it should bother you on an emotional level, but realistically, it should not. Yeah. Like, it really should. So, Tandis is like, well, my name is Tandis Moncrief. And then I like this, but Marnie's like, well, that's a very obviously fake name. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, how come I've never heard of you if you're such good friends with Desi? Like, we've been married. You didn't come to the wedding. And Tandis is like, well, I didn't come to a wedding because I was doing an anti-violence workshop for criminals or something. And Marnie's like, oh, yeah, of course you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, and that's why Desi wanted me to come and be our stage decor person and be present for all of this, because you have rage issues and he wants to separate his music life from his personal life. And he's worried that you're going to like freak out on him. And Marnie's like, oh, I have fucking rage issues. I have fucking rage. You think I'm crazy? Let me show you how crazy I can be. <laughs> no, she just gets a little higher. <laughs> <laughs> like she just literally goes wait i have rage issues and i'm like has she had rage issues like not according i mean i could see how desi would think that she has rage issues yeah. you know i could see how, yeah i could definitely see how desi thinks she has rage issues i also think it's a real twist from the last time we saw desi where he he was going to use the music to get back together in the relationship yeah and now he's like everything's just shifting for convenience sake because when they were having their fight at home, when she goes on her Charlie adventure, it was mm -hmm. because she wasn't talking to him. And he was like, you, you can talk to me. Like, and she's like, no, I want my space. I don't want to talk. Now, Marnie's complaining <laughs> that he yeah. won't talk to her. And yeah. like during this scene, she's like, so wait, he doesn't. Because it goes in where uh, Tandis is like, he wants to pretend like you're just not there when you're not on stage. And I was like, yeah, that sounds perfect that sounds like what you wanted marnie you yeah, were saying that sounds hey. like that sounds like the perfect job like i don't want to fucking like you know when you have co-workers and stuff mm. and you're just like you go to work and that's why i never like want to go to those like happy hours or anything it's like you're my work people like once i'm yeah. outside of this office i have another life you want people to be friendly you want people you want like your musicians to seem like they like each other, but they can mm -hmm. not like each other and work together. You know, like, yeah, there's been so want, many bands like that. You want your podcasters to enjoy each other and not be like <laughs> me and you where we just shut down. <laughs> and don't like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's our working relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and Peek behind the curtain. That's a wrap. <laughs> Vance has tried to murder me six times yeah. during the pro during the whole recording of this podcast <laughs> yeah i mean we record remotely now not because of the pandemic <laughs> yeah it's, it's court ordered restraining order <laughs> i will say that it would be impossible to make music with this setup though like unless tandis is going to be there the whole time like i feel like bands do this though you always see how, bands would, how would they up. do that you, musicians break up because like they're creatively good together but like i'll bring up groundhog's day uh as the movie like mm -hmm. bill murray and harold ramus were like at odds during that movie but they made one of the like classic 
films, yeah. you know, like they just because the working relationship is different than like once you call cut or once you're like offset or stuff like that, like they might not yeah. get a, get together on a personal level. They can get on stage. He can play the music and she can sing. And yeah, but you have pretend, to write music. He, he's also an actor, so he can pretend yeah. like he loves her while they're on stage. Yeah, that's like true. people really thought that Bradley Cooper and uh, and uh, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga were like in a relationship because of they were singing and song together. And I'm like, he he he's a multi-time <laughs> Academy Award nominated actor, you know, and she's a, an actor that's like gets nominated for Emmys. So like maybe yeah. maybe this is a weird thing. <laughs> Maybe they're acting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they can do it. And I thought this is exactly what she wanted. But I think she would want that, but not with another woman involved. That's all it It was just a jealousy. She didn't want Desi to decide those terms. She wanted to be on her terms. She didn't want to be the one. She wants to be the person that's invited to the party and gets to say no. Like she doesn't want. She wants the control, and this way she doesn't have the control, yeah. and it pisses her off. And we get to see woman versus woman again. <laughs> yeah, battle pitted yep. against each other. I gotta say, Desi just has these women coming out the woodwork. When she first showed up, I was like, "Is this Clementine?" That's what I thought too. Yeah, and I was like, I was excited for this. I was like, Clementine's back. This is gonna be wild. No, but instead it's Tandis Moncrief. Yeah. Uh, Marnie gives her a namas fucking day, namas fucking stay, yeah. whatever, and then she bails, mm-hmm. and then that basically kind of wraps up Marnie until a little later. Yep. Um. So back to Hannah and Ray. They're on the side of the road waiting for Dimitri to show up, mm-hmm. and a car pulls up, and he's like, "Hey, are you guys okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're okay. Like it's fine." And then Hannah goes, "Actually, are you going back into the city? Because I could really use a ride to the city." And the guy's like, yeah, come on in. And Ray's like, what the fuck? What are you? You can't just leave me here. And she's like, yeah, I, I really got to go home, Ray. It's, it, and he's like, you can't just get into a stranger's car. This isn't the groovy 70s or what. He says you can't get into a groovy's, groovy stranger's car. This isn't the 70s. You're going to get fucking murdered or something. Like, you don't know this guy. And she's like, it's cool. Deuces. And then just drives off with this stranger and Ray's like, I got your license plates. If you do anything to her, I'll call the cops. How, like, how, can, how much more of a piece of shit can Hannah be? Not only did this guy come to rescue you off the side of the road. And, and a road that seems like no cars go down it. Because if oh, she's yeah. just lying on the side of the road and yeah. for like, I don't know how long and he drives up and he sees her. But he comes out of his way, picks her up. She tries to give him a blowjob that leads to a car accident, which is already weird. Then Mm. she just abandons him Mm. by himself at that place to hop and hitchhike because she can't wait any longer. Like, dude, what is happening? (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. She leaves him and it's not like he's even at the rest stop where he picked her up where there's like a bathroom or like mm-hmm. even snacks or anything. Like they're on the side of a road. It well, seems I mean, like. he does have a coffee, coffee truck truck full of probably water, coffee and muffins and scones. Yeah, but that shit's all splashed all over the car because it was turned upside down. You know, that stuff's wrapped in a <laughs> those there's water bottles and scones wrapped in that like cellophane. It's Dude. fine. 
It's Ray. He can, you know what? The human body can live without eating. Yeah. But no, he's, no, he's going to be standing know, on the but... side of the road in the dark, though. Like, yeah. They look like there was no street lights there. Well, it also looked like, yeah, it was like turning into dusk. Yeah. When she just hops in this guy's car that she doesn't know. Um, and the guy that picks her up, his name in the sh- in the episode is Hector, but it's Guillermo Diaz who played yeah. Huck in Scandal, Scarface in Half Baked. Uh, okay, he yeah, because he looks show. familiar. Yeah, he's he's in that pop copy Chappelle show sketch. Yeah, but he's yeah. he's known for Half Baked and uh, Scandal. Yeah. So she gets into Hector's car. And they're driving down the road. And she's kind of, kind of dawns on her. It seems like, like, I don't really know who this fucking guy is. What am I doing? This is a stranger. She looks into the back and there's a gun. And she's like, oh my God. What have I done? I don't know this guy. There's a gun in the back. What the fuck is happening? And then she, uh, she calls Marnie to kind of, or to kind of be like, oh, uh, safety call or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah she calls her and she's like i'm with this guy hector what's your last name medina hector medina we're he i'm hitchhiking and marnie's like yeah i don't really know you know desi's doing this shit and and hannah's like no this is fucking serious i'm hitchhiking listen and then marnie's like oh oh okay uh it's it's a safety call oh it's oh you're calling it because it's a safety call okay got it like yeah and, and I think she's like, I think women have this like, and it's for sure, for happen. sure, absolutely. Yeah. But my issue here is it's really hard to feel bad for Hannah because of the circumstances that led to it. Yes, like yes, she she should know that, not to get into anyone's any stranger's fucking hitchhiking car anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, why did you? Why did you Dude, hop into this car? I. <laughs> I I can't tell you why, Vance. I don't. Because she didn't want to feel the guilt of Ray, but it didn't even seem like she felt guilty about it at all anyway. And Ray's not, like, chewing her out, like, for the five hours that he's waiting. Dude. (laughs) And, yeah, so, like, she's calling, and then... uh, Marnie tells her to, like, get out and go say that you need to pee and then run away. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, hey, can you stop? I need to pee. And then Hector's like, there's nowhere to pee. Like, I can't even pull over or anything. Like, there's nowhere to stop. Yeah. And I was like, well, you need to do it because I need to pee right now. And if you don't, I'm going to pee. Yeah. And then so he just gives her a gigantic jug. Yeah. And he's like, here, you. I guess you can pee in this. And then you can faintly hear Marnie on the phone being like, oh, my God, Hannah, tell me you're not peeing in this jug. <laughs> And Hannah is peeing in the jug. She's she's keeps being like, I am peeing in this jug, Hector, because we will not harm each other, and I trust you, and yeah. and we are two peas in a pod, and you shouldn't hurt me. Yeah. And he's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah, I do love when she was on the phone. He's like, hey, uh, I picked you up because I wanted some company for the ride, and you're rude <laughs> on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, which I really love, like, because at that point we're still not sure if Hector's. What's his motive, you know? And yeah, once like you this, saw the gun, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, when she she has to hang up, but she, Marnie's like, don't hang up the phone. Just leave me on and put me in your pocket or whatever. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
I don't think that women can pee in a jug like that. It's not I as be- easy for them as I- it is for us. I believe Hannah could. <laughs> I believe I Hannah could she- figure it out. I don't know, man. I think it'd be. I, I think it's not. No, I think it'd be a mess. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there's definitely gonna pee be pee on the seat, or there's gonna be pee out all over yeah, that car. I don't think it's gonna go well. Not at that angle. Yeah, yeah. She just like pulled her pants down. Like it was like, where did the bottle go? Like it was so stupid. So then, and she, I don't finally... understand why she's not offering him a blowjob for giving her right, right, <laughs> like. Yeah. That's kind of how I thought that this was going to go. <laughs> it, it could have. Once you introduce that, it's like, like, oh, man, what is, uh, there's like a George Carlin in, like, some Kevin Smith movie where he's, like, hitchhiking and he just gives blowjobs to everyone, like, that picks them up. <laughs> uh, uh, is it, like, just Dogma? Like, yeah, I think it's dogma. Like, and he yeah. like, starts going down on the nun or something. I think at one point, like, it's it's weird. But he's like, "This is the rules of the road." Um, so maybe that's what this is all about. Yeah, I mean, I thought that it was going to go down the road of her giving him a roadhead as well, uh, especially when we start to get Hector's backstory, where it's like he's not a dangerous person. It's like he was in an abusive relationship where his girlfriend would beat him, and then. She put it, pointed a gun in his face and was like threatening him. And he took the gun from her and packed all the shit and immediately hopped in his car and started driving from yeah. Las Vegas to New York, I guess. And then Hannah's like, oh, okay. I misjudged this guy. Yeah. And you know, when you're coming from Las Vegas to New York, you always go upstate New York down. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Vance. <laughs> like uh, the geographic. Geography does not work there. Uh, also, you know, being Hispanic, driving around, gun loose in the back seat, not a not a good thing. No, I, I don't know what Vegas is like, but you probably don't want that in New York. You probably don't <laughs> want that in most of the country. You, you know, you probably want to tuck that somewhere. You know, yeah, trunk. Put that in the trunk. Like it shouldn't just be loose on a on a blanket in the back seat. Vance, Uh-oh. there's so much wrong with this episode, man. So much wrong with this episode. But uh, yeah, Hector's just basically happy to be out of this abusive relationship. And Hannah's like, you know what? I can relate to you. I, too, just broke up with my boyfriend. And then he says something about like, is, is that guy your dad talking about oh, Ray? Right. Yeah. And I was like, how old do people think Ray is? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, so then she's like, yeah, I, 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 re- I can relate. I just broke up with my boyfriend today. That's why I'm in this predicament. And he's like, oh, well, what did he do? And she was like, he was just kind of a dick. <laughs> and my ex-boyfriend is hooking up with my ex-best friend now. And this is where I, wrote, I was like, I didn't know that Jessa was her best friend. I thought that Marnie forever was her best friend. It was. It's been weird because Jessa has been very high up on her friend list too. I mean, we started out with Marnie as our best friend, but like it seemed like her and Jessa had like a real close college relationship too. Um, I guess. But yeah, it's whatever. She's like, yeah, I found out that my ex boyfriend is hooking up with my ex best friend, and Hector's like, why are they doing that? Couldn't they find somebody else? What is it? Does she does he have a diamond dick and does she have a golden pussy? And Hannah's like, you know, actually they might have that kind of stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Hector's 
kind of like, well, I'm just happy. They start to pull into New York and he's like, look at this, New York. It's fucking awesome. I'm so happy to be here. I've never been here. I've never seen the lights like this. This is going to be beautiful. This is the best place to make a new life. And he starts screaming, woo. And then Hannah's like, yeah, you know what? This is great. I'm happy for you, Hector. And then that's where the episode ends. Yeah, she's like, New York is a great place to start over. And I'm like, okay, I kind of get that if this was her coming back from Iowa. Yeah. Not from just having left the city a few hours ago. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and the way that the, the bridges she had to burn to get back. Dude. Like, there's a wake of, like, Fran, Ray, just, just a terrible... <laughs> She's going back to a place where I get was did Fran start living with them? Was Fran living with Yeah, them? Fran was living with her and okay. Elijah, I think. Okay. I think. Yeah, because remember he had that psycho roommate? Yeah, I didn't know if that was just for a couple nights or if it was a full night. Like we don't ever I guess he's there because yeah. I guess he's there. Yeah, I feel like we never really he I, seems, Yeah, I think yeah, we he just seems assume to be there. That yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He seems to be there. But, uh, yeah, man, that's the episode. I mean, this one was a fucking doozy. Yeah, we have a a Reddit fan that mentioned that this was, he, that they loved this season, but this uh, is the episode that was their least favorite of it. I um, mean, that Reddit fan is absolutely correct. Uh, I mean, this, this episode, no one's likable. No one. Maybe Marnie. Yeah, I don't. I, I thought we'd get more Shoshana for her coming back home. Yeah, well, it's also homeward bound with Hannah. Yeah, but like, but she she just left. Like, it wasn't like they were anywhere. Like, dude. cut to them being on the road for a month, maybe. Like, they hadn't even left New York State. So many plot holes. So many things where you're like, why is this happening? So many things where you're like, how is this happening? It. I, I will say the show always. I mean, it always surprises me, like the way they get to things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, it's something like I couldn't have thought that this is how this was going to go. You know I mean? <laughs> so, like, when you watch it, it's always intriguing because you don't know what to expect. Every time we watch an episode before we do a podcast, I'm always like, not sure what we're getting into. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is going to be absurd, funny. Is it going to be silly? Is it going to be traumatizing? Like, this is an episode that dealt with postpartum depression in the middle of it (laughs) (laughs) like it's it's a singular vision man and yeah yeah well do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up i'm intrigued to see what happens with uh laird and caroline and same i i care very little about the marnie desi uh tandis thing I do care about Shoshana being back now. I want to see what the interaction's like when she interacts with Hannah or Jessa. See, I don't and even I, care about that. I, I'm, uh, still, I'm still waiting for the Adam, Jessa, Hannah. Like, I, I don't even care as much about it because I feel like Adam's got a lot more on his plate. But it seems like... I thought they did such a great job of her realizing it. And I didn't think they needed to double down with like the actual confirmation yeah in this episode i was like that's enough they were walking off together acting yeah. awkward that's all you needed i didn't yeah, need you get the picture it. yeah um, yeah man I, I don't know i don't really I, I don't even really care about shoshana right now 
now I'm just like, I don't care. I she's, like she's so waffling on what she likes, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about you anymore. You know, it, it seems like it seems like there's a couple things. There seems like Shoshana in the first season, we were always like, we don't get enough. Like she literally just pops in, says a really talks really fast, has some witty lines, and then she's out. Right. Mm-hmm. And this season has kind of been like that for her. She's she's had more meaty scenes, but she's just kind of filler when you think of it as a whole yeah she she pops in she doesn't say witty lines anymore she just has like dramatic i don't know what i'm doing with my life in one way and then the next time you see her is i don't know what i'm doing with my life in another way and it's like there's you can't pin her down we have no idea what she's feeling or what's happening marnie's kind of doing the same thing now but like that at least makes more a little bit more sense because it's it seems like it's kind of more of a power control game yeah what I'll say about the Shoshana thing is like we always knew it was going to get to a point where she was going to graduate and end up like the girls. And yeah. how was she going to react to it? The wrench in that is that she went to Japan to have it happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so all of the stuff that would have been interesting to see her be like the girls, like seeing uh, Hannah become a teacher and seeing Marnie's band take off and seeing Jessa have like a passion would really crush Shoshana because she would think she's better than them. And then they mm-hmm. would have been higher. And now she's where they are now, you know? So yeah. it's like they would have like leaped over her uh, expectations, but they're not around each other. So like their achievements don't really equate to Shoshana because she wasn't there. She's in Japan when all this is happening. Yeah. You know, like she doesn't even know that like Marnie has, has a successful, like a, is a successful musician. <laughs> like that's a and- big deal too. You like know? Hannah's held a job for about a year. <laughs> like, like she's been a teacher for about a year because we find out this relationship's been a year. Yeah, and she hasn't been fired from the job after like threatening the principal sexually. Yeah. Um. And yeah, and Jessa, we don't. I thought we would find out more about Jessa and her schooling that Adam's paying for. And nope. Which I I was really excited about. I was like, oh, Jessa's finally gonna have a thing and instead her thing is i'm hooking up with adam as opposed yep. to like i guess we saw her studying when she got a phone call today yeah i think that's what she was doing sure so that's all it is she just gets books to look at like maybe she'll actually can we get a scene where she actually has to give therapy to someone at some yeah, point or like in a class, class yeah giving a presentation about something I don't know. I just want to see her do the thing, that thing. Cause I think I, I said she would be good at that. Like, it seems like that's what her calling would be. Any evidence of her doing this would be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel bad. I think Ray's coffee business is going under. Yeah. I mean, Ray's in a bad way now. I mean, he just lost 50,000. Hopefully that truck is, you know, once you just it put it back up, right, it's going to be fine. It's not short, but I feel like the truck was one of those like last ditch efforts because he was losing business to Helvetica. Oh yeah, Helvetica, yeah. That's so I feel true. like this was a last ditch of like how to, yeah. Well, maybe we'll find out in the next episode, which is directed by Ray, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, directed by Ray. It is titled "Love Stories." Uh, all right. Yeah, we're just going to, I guess it's going to be more of this, just all the relationships, and we'll probably double down on Fran breaking up like for the eighth time this season. Dude, I don't even know. I, I don't even have a prediction. 
Uh, this this episode left a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, it almost it left, left a sour taste in Hannah's mouth. I was going to say it left a soft dick taste in my mouth. <laughs> it did not enjoy this episode. <laughs> but, I mean, overall, this season's been all right. It's been yeah. pretty... I mean, this episode is a, this is a stinker. A, a blast to talk talk about. I It's not even close to one of my least favorite episodes, though. I think it's up there with one of my least favorites because it was just like it was so hard to like anybody in it. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I mean, I don't like any of their actions in it, but we've seen them do stuff like this before. Yeah. I mean, last episode, she exposed herself to a teacher and then just went around <laughs> like to a principal and went around. Like, I don't know. Like the, the bar is set so <laughs> low or high. Yeah. I don't even know how to say it, but the bar is set in a place where like, I'm still like, can't believe it happens, but I'm not as shocked as I used to be. If this was my first episode watching, I'd be like, what is going on? Yeah. But, yeah. Well, all right, everybody. This has been our episode on Homeward Bound, episode 50, the big five zero of this series. Uh, we don't have much left, Vance. Yeah, we got two more episodes this, uh, this season and then on to the last one. Then one more season, so... Stay tuned, everybody. Next time we'll be talking about love stories. See ya. Why aren't you helping me? You're an adult. She's a baby. Why do you need more help than a baby? <laughs>